Shohei Otani has torn his UCL and will not pitch again this year. How will that impact his free agency? Will the Dodgers still go all in on Otani? Should they? That's coming up next on Dodgers Dugout. What is up, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel for all latest Dodgers news and rumors, giveaways, live streams, and more. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comments section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. What is your reaction to Shohei Otani tearing his UCL should the Dodgers still go all in on trying to sign him? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So we got some big breaking news last night, some devastating news if you're a fan of Major League Baseball, and that is that Shohei Otani was diagnosed with a tear in the ulnar collateral ligament in his pitching elbow. And general manager Perry Manizan, he told reporters late last night that he will not pitch again in 2023 and that it isn't clear if he'll require surgery. Now, when it comes to the tear of the UCL, we don't know the full extent of it. He is going to get a second opinion. Typically, though, a full tear of the UCL requires a complete Tommy John surgery. And unfortunately, odds are that will be the case here. To repair this ligament, it's going to require Tommy John surgery, most likely. But if it is a partial tear, there are some instances where you can treat it by either a less invasive internal brace procedure or by non-surgical rehab altogether. Now, I think if it is bad, I think you go ahead and get the surgery and you try to get him back on the mound as soon as possible. What you need to know is that one, he's most likely not going to be pitching in 2024. The earliest we're probably going to see Shohei Otani on the mound again is 2025. And as a pitcher, he's been outstanding. He is a top 10 pitcher in Major League Baseball. No matter how you slice it, Last season, he posted 233 ERA. He finished fourth in the Cy Young voting. In his last three seasons, he's had a 285 ERA and 427 innings of work. The strikeout rate has been at or near the top. He's someone that punches out batters. His expected numbers are really good. That splitter, that fastball, the velocity he throws with. This is someone who's a dominating pitcher. There's no doubt about that. And then offensively, he's been outstanding as well. Offensively this season, he leads all of Major League Baseball with a 181 weighted runs created plus. That means offensively he's 81% above league average. Second is our own Mookie Betts at 167, but he's slashing 304, 405, 664. He's hit 44 home runs and 91 RBI. So offensively, he's still absolutely elite. One of, if not the best hitters in Major League Baseball, by far the most dangerous hitter in Major League Baseball. So that isn't going to change. That's the first point I really want to make. I can't stress that enough that as a pitcher, he's always going to provide value, right? He's going to be someone that if he's on the mound, he's going to go out there and he's going to compete and he's going to have a chance to put together a dominating performance. You saw him against Detroit throw that scoreless shutout with all the strikeouts, right? You're talking about someone who's as good as it gets on the mound when he's at its best. This season in 22 starts, he's had a 317 ERA in 130 and two-thirds innings of work. He has a strikeout rate of 31.4%. His walk rate is at 10.3%. So numbers-wise, on the mound, he's one of the best to do it. He's a top 5-10 to 10 pitcher. He's a top 1-2 to 2 
player as far as what he can do at the plate with the stick. He's top two, not two, in my opinion. That's how good Shohei Otani is. Now, the big question is, what does this do for his value? What does this mean for the potential contract that he was going to sign? Because you had people out there talking crazy. When I talked to Buster Olney early in the season when we had him on the show, he was saying maybe $500 million, maybe $600 million, $600 million for Otani. But now you take away one of the reasons why he was going to get so much money because you're not paying two elite players at the very least for a year. So what does that do for his contract? I still believe that he's going to be able to get a $400 million deal at the very least. I still believe there are going to be teams out there that are going to realize that, one, you're still getting an elite bat. You're still getting someone that can go out there and hit 40-plus home runs, hit above 300, and do damage at the plate. And then, two, organizations like the Dodgers, they're patient. They understand that in this day and age, in this velo era, the velo revolution, where you got guys throwing 100 miles per hour, that Tommy John surgery is just what happens. What did Billy Bean say? There's two types of pitchers. There are pitchers that have had Tommy John surgery, and there are pitchers that are going to have Tommy John surgery. And yes, this will potentially be the second time that he's gone under the knife to have that Tommy John surgery, but just look at guys like Nathan Eovaldi. Look at guys that have been able to come back. Look at Walker Bueller that is on his way back. You can get back, and if I'm the Dodgers, I'm saying, look, a Tommy John surgery? Hey, sounds like a Dodger already, right? That's just what happens in this organization. That's what happens in Major League Baseball. So I don't expect this to really hurt his market too much. I think for LA, the way you look at it is you say, okay, fine, we bring you in. And we put you on this show for a year as far as what you do from a pitching standpoint, but you still go out there and you perform at the plate. And then when 2025 rolls around, we reevaluate. I think that you could also potentially see him as a closer later on in his career. I think that he's someone that... His stuff with how electric it is, why not go out there and be a closer? I mean, you're already going to have to go to a six-man rotation, most likely, if you bring in Shohei Otani anyway. So it's not like he wouldn't provide any value from a pitching standpoint. Then another option you could do is if Otani wanted to sign with a team, you could always sign a three, a four, or five-year deal and have an option in one of those years where if you prove to be a dominant pitcher once again, you can carry that load. You can hit the market once again and sign another 10-year deal. That's definitely in the cards. You could also sign a really short-term deal, a one-year deal. That, to me, doesn't make very much sense because that wouldn't really do anything to boost his stock as a starting pitcher, but it allows you to reevaluate. Now, he is under 30. He is still 29 years old. He turned 29 on July 5th, but I still believe that he's going to want to sign with a team that has the stability, that is going to prove to be a winner, and I still think that he's thinking long-term with whatever team that he signs with. I don't anticipate him doing anything insane like accepting the qualifying offer with the Angels or anything like that. I still think that he's looking for his next team. That team could be the Angels. I think that this actually increases the chances that he would go back and sign with the Angels because what? This is what happens with the Angels. They're okay to overpay. They know that that is their meal ticket. That is their cash cow. And if teams like the Dodgers are offering him $400 million, Maybe the Angels say, screw it. Here's $500 million. Here's the price you were going to get even if you hadn't gotten injured. That's still completely plausible because it's not like he's going to be out the entire next year. He's still going to be able to sell jerseys, to sell sponsorships, to sell tickets, and whatever money he misses out on with this injury, he's going to make it back in endorsements. Like I said, he's the highest paid male model in the world, essentially, when you look at his endorsements in Japan. This guy is not focused solely on the money, though. I can tell you from 
people that I've spoken with, from my sources that I've worked years to get, that it is not all about the money for Shohei Otani. Winning, being comfortable, being on a team that's going to compete every year is important. I've also been told that he doesn't love the idea of playing on the East Coast, that possibly the Midwest is as far east as he would even consider. So that tells me that all the West Coast powerhouse teams are still in play. I think the Dodgers are absolutely going to still go all in on him. This doesn't preclude the Dodgers from trying to sign Shohei Otani. I can also tell you from my sources, the Dodgers will still be very much in on Shohei Otani. And I think if you're Otani too, wouldn't you like to go to an organization like the Dodgers, a team that has gone pitchers back on the mound, a team that is advanced when it comes to their training, when it comes to their physical rehab, when it comes to their coaching and everything they do as far as developing pitchers. I think it's a great situation for him because there's not an incredible amount of pressure for him to rush back onto the mound. Look, the Dodgers, they are comfortable in playing the long game. We've seen it with Walker Buehler. Now it does in May. I mean, there's plenty of examples of the Dodgers being willing to wait for guys to get fully healthy before you put him back out there on the mound. So I still firmly believe that he's still going to get a big bag. I still think it's going to be north of $400 million. And if you're the Dodgers, you've already... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stashed away all this money. You've already basically had an entire year where you had a flexible roster. We had all that payroll flexibility. We assigned guys to one-year deals. Guys like J.D. Martinez and David Peralta. You bring in Jason Hayward on a minimum. You sign all these guys that you don't want to take up future years on that payroll. And aside from Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, those are the only big deals on your payroll. So they can still go out there and afford to show Hey Otani. I still think they absolutely will. I think if anything, this will hopefully eliminate some of the competition because, yeah, I think you could make the case that maybe teams like the Mariners or the Giants, maybe they get them on a shorter-term deal with some opt-outs. And, yes, that is very possible, but I still believe, from what I've been told, Otani is still looking for that flexibility, and it is a risk that he takes. Look, he still is 29, right? I mean, he's still young, but by next summer, he'll be 30. And once you turn 30, we know that your prime starts to wait. So I still think he's looking for his team. I still think the Dodgers will go all in. I think... You look at his lack of success in Anaheim, I think he needs to win a World Series to truly cement his GOAT status. If he really wants to be mentioned as far as someone that's in the all-time greats, you want to get some postseason run, right? I mean, he's not participated in a postseason game with the Angels. They've never even had a winning season. Look, in Southern California, we had a simultaneous earthquake and a hurricane before we saw Shohei Otani in the postseason with the Angels. I think if you're Otani and you want to win, you have to go to the other team in Southern California, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I think from a recovery and a rehab standpoint, we know this organization is advanced as it gets. And I think this is a right move for him to really consider. So for me as a player, I see people out there saying, okay, he's damaged goods. He's this, he's that. He's still an elite hitter. He's still going to be an elite hitter. And I still think that he's going to provide value as a pitcher. And look, the reality too is teams that were going to sign Otani to 10-year deals, 
there's no way that they realistically thought that he was going to pitch all 10 of those years. Maybe get four, maybe five, maybe six at the very tops, but it's unrealistic to think that you were going to be able to sustain this for the duration of that contract. So I think when you consider all the added benefits, the Dodgers want a superstar. There's very few players that move the needle in this league that people tune in to watch. Appointment television. Mookie Betts is one. Freddie Freeman is one. I think Otani is the missing piece. We need Thanos to collect all those infinity stones, and I think Otani is still going to be a Los Angeles Dodger. Another thing I want to point out, too, is that this doesn't increase the chances that Julio Arias is back with LA. I've been told it's very unlikely. I think that this is his last year with the Dodgers. I think it'd be great to see him back in LA considering he was a top prospect. They found him at such a young age. He's the indelible image of the 2020 World Series, but you're talking about a guy who's represented by Scott Boris and someone that's going to want to sign a contract worth north of seven, eight, nine, hopefully 10 years if you could get it when you consider his age. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's unfortunate. I think for me, what hurts the most is Major League Baseball doesn't get the spectacle. And I think even if he's back next season, it's not the same. It's not the same spectacle without him being on the mound and being someone who's at the plate. Now he's Barry Bonds, right? Now he's a guy who's an incredible hitter, which is great, and he's still a unicorn. But still, I think when he's pitching, that's when he transcends. That's when he becomes a Michael Jordan-like draw when he has that ability. So it'll be very interesting to see how his market will be impacted by this. I think there'll be a lot of bluffing. I think there are going to be a lot of teams out there that might act like they won't be willing to sign him. But at the end of the day, he's still the best designated hitter in the game. He's still one of the best hitters in the game. I don't think his offensive performance is going to suffer at all because of this. And I just think, too, if you're Shohei, you looked at what that organization did with the Angels. When you traded two of your top prospects to get Lucas Giolito, they got Lopez, and they've got 9-18 and 18 since. There is season-worth six games under 500. They just got swept by the Reds. Their playoff hopes have been gone, have been done. The stadium in Anaheim has been turned into a Spirit Halloween Superstore in August like it has every year. So, look, I think if you're Otani, I think going to the Dodgers organization makes more sense now than it ever did. And I still believe there's a really good chance that it does happen. I don't think this impacts that in any way. I can tell you the Dodgers are still going to be all in on Shohei Otani. But that's going to do it for this episode of Dodgers Dugout. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Let me know down below in the comment section. Do you believe the Dodgers will still be all in on Shohei Otani? Should they be all in on Shohei Otani? For me, I still want to see Shohei in LA. Bring Showtime to the real Los Angeles. Shohei the money. We need to see it. And look, it's a year. We can get him back on the mound, and he's still going to be an ace for, I think, at the very least, another three, four years. But what makes it interesting, like I said, just to recap a little bit, is the options that he does have. He is going to have to seriously consider, does he want to sign a shorter-term deal with some options? Does he want to consider his market a little more? And I just think that teams are going to be willing to spend because he's still such a great player. But what a seismic development. What a massive development. I mean, we're talking about something that could have cost him 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 million dollars. But I can tell you what I know about Otani. This guy wants to win more than he wants the money. And when he does win, he's going to make that money up in spades. So he's not going to have to worry about Look, this guy has generational wealth as it is. But that's going to do it. So let me know down below in the comments section. Do you still want to see the Dodgers go all in on Shohei Otani? 
My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all things Dodger baseball all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, hit that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home home. 